0: This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the history of ChatGPT and OpenAI, uh, talk about its founding, why it was started, and some interesting controversies that it has faced throughout the years and what brings it uh, to the powerful tool it is today. So let's dive into the podcast. I think the first thing that is important to know is that ChatGPT uh, is i guess parent company which is OpenAI, was originally founded back in december of 2015 so it was founded by a group of pretty high profile tech leaders that you know um quite a few of them probably but there was elon musk sam altman the key current ceo greg brockman Ily suskiver john Schulman, Wojciech siege zarimba and i really apologize if i butchered some of those names Um, I'm going to have to go look up a pronunciation guide on some of those. Um, but in any case, their goal in creating this was to create a nonprofit that would help advance AI in a way that benefited humanity as a whole, rather than just the interest of individual corporations. And this was kind of in response to Google, um, buying up some very prominent, um, AI companies. And people were kind of worried that Google essentially would be able to control the future of AI. So I believe they put in a couple hundred million dollars. Don't fact check me on that. Um, But they put in a lot of money. Um, Elon Musk uh, contributed money to this as well. And the idea was that they were really going to create this uh, community, this company that was able to help humanity. So in its early years, OpenAI really just focused on producing some of the groundbreaking research we have today um, on natural language processing. So reinforcement learning, robotics, and a couple other AI fields. It also released several open source software libraries, um, like TensorFlow and Jim that helped other researchers and developers build and experiment with their own AI models. So obviously very useful and very helpful for the overall community. One of Openai's most significant contributions to the AI field was in the development of the GPT-generated pre-trained transformer series of language models. So this still, though, is all thanks to the fact that Google's engineers wrote a paper in twenty seventeen the year before. Um, and talked about transformer models and how that would work and why they'd be important. And so building on this, the first GPT model was released in 2018 and it was trained on a massive uh, corpus of text data from the internet. So this really just enabled um, the model to generate coherent and contextually appropriate language which was a very significant breakthrough in natural language processing. So the real game changer, though, came um, with the release of GPT-2. So in February of 2019, this was GPT-2 was released. It was much larger than its predecessor, and it could generate highly realistic text, um, including news article style stuff, uh, stories, and even poetry. So OpenAid decided not to release the full model to the public due to concerns about its potential misuse, and instead it released a smaller version called. Uh, GPT two, um, which was, or they, I guess it was called GPT two, one hundred and seventeen M, um, which was still highly impressive, but it had fewer parameters and was less likely to be used for malicious purposes. They said. So around this time, OpenAI also started to shift its focus from being a nonprofit research institute to becoming a for-profit company. Now this is was very controversial for a lot of folks who, right, obviously elon musk and all these other guys who originally seeded this thing with millions of dollars are now seeing this go from i guess poetic justice this is literally the irony is incredible um but going from this open ai company to all of a sudden being a for-profit so the irony was not lost on many people but the decision inevitably was uh, motivated by what they said was their need to attract more funding and talent to keep up with the pace of ai development so in 2019, a- OpenAI secured around $1 billion of in investment from some high profile investors, including Microsoft and Reed Hoffman. Since then, OpenAI has continued to release even more powerful language models, including GPT 3, um, which is essentially what's called the DaVinci model. Um, it's what a lot of it is pretty much before ChatGPT. ChatGPT is like uh, 3.5. So, right before ChatGPT, it was the most powerful model. Um, it had 175 billion parameters and it can pretty much generate really powerful human-like language there's tools like jasper and um, copy.ai that are all just using this gpt3 technology and even to this day it's the only one with an api so companies aren't even integrating chat gpt into their products yet it's still all this davinci model which is uh, gpt3 So it's been hailed as a massive breakthrough in AI, obviously. Um, it's has, you know, it's in a whole bunch of apps and chatbots and content generators and whatnot, but it's not the only language model that OpenAI released. So OpenAI also developed several other models that are tailored to specific tasks and domains. So we know that there's DALI, which can generate uh, high quality images from text, right? So you can tell it to create an image of something It can do that. And there is Clip, which can understand and classify images based on their content. Um, OpenAI has also released several commercial products based on its language models, including GPT-3 powered chatbots, content generating tools, and even some AI powered writing assistants. Um, So there's one called GPT-3 Writer. So these products are designed to help businesses and developers uh, leverage the power of AI to automate some tasks, improve uh, efficiency, and create new experiences. Uh, for their users. Now that being said, I feel like the direction of all of this is really going towards chat G- or is going towards GPT-4, which is what's going to be integrated in the Bing search engine. We're going to see this in the next couple months, uh, allegedly. So and perhaps sooner. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there, um, and to see how powerful um, all of this is. So OpenAI's success has also raised some concerns about the potential risks associated with AI. So it's definitely not without its own controversies, but it has created some incredible uh, tools. And I would also say that in addition to some of its language models, it's also involved in some other areas in AI, um, which are including research, robotics, reinforcement learning, and computer vision. So it's also developed some pretty notable projects in these fields, um, such as robotics, its hand system, Dactyl, and the AI-powered game-playing agent, OpenAI 5. In addition, OpenAI work has received widespread recognition and, um, you know, accolades or whatever you want to call them from the scientific community. Its researchers have published hundreds of papers in top-tier conferences and journals, and its language models have won several NLP benchmarks um, and competitions. So OpenAI has been recognized as one of the most innovative companies in the world, By various different organizations, um, including MIT Technology Review. So, you know, this is obviously an incredibly forward thinking company, um, and it has some really incredible technology. So, I think looking to the future, OpenAI is likely to continue to push kind of the boundaries of what's possible with AI, um, AI research, and kind of developing new applications that are just really disruptive to a lot of different industries um in its language models in particular i think we're going to see those play an increasingly prominent role in creating more personalized and intelligent experiences for users so overall i think the content is going to just get a lot better these things are going to get a lot more trained and a lot more powerful and it's going to be an incredible time to watch and see what this is able to make. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community.